Chapter Eleven of Zalberlinda, the Wise Witch. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Zalberlinda, the Wise Witch, by Eva Catherine Gibson. Chapter Eleven. The Gnome King's Smithy meeting the Prince. This is the place, said Grubel, a minute later, pushing wide a heavy door that opened out of the passageway into a big room, hollowed out of the solid red and brown rock. Ranged around it were a hundred little benches and anvils and forges. There was a hammering and clattering that was deafening, for the room was full of gnomes, all at work. The sturdy little fellows had their sleeves rolled up, their aprons on, and their faces were black with the soot and smoke of the many fires they ran to and fro or bent over their work one was blowing with a big bellows a fire that leaped up out of the rocky forge another was pushing a wheelbarrow full of gold ore and still another one was standing guard over a heap of shining gems that had been dumped in a corner they looked up as annie came in Every one touched his cap and bowed low. There was a minute's stillness, and all at once they struck with their hammers on the anvils and sang the following song. Clink, clink, clinkety-clink, turn it and shape it as quick as a wink, a beautiful cup that a princess may drink, rings for her fingers or bells for her feet, all hammered out in the dust and the heat. Clink, clink, clinkety-clink, a crown or a bracelet or any odd thing next to good goldemar labor is king the harder we hammer the louder we sing clink clink clinkety clink tink tank polish the heap the harder we labor the sweeter we sleep every good workman is worthy his keep worthy his keep and a diamond a day shout all together hip hip and hooray at the signal shout all together the workers lifted high their hammers and brought them down with such sounding blows upon the anvils that Annie put her hands over her ears. It is a little loud for you, as you are not accustomed to noises of bursting rocks and roaring fires, said Grubel. That was a salute they just now gave in your honour, and that song was made up by our court poet for you. I am sure it was very nice, said Annie only a little loud it made my head ache but why did they make a song for me bless your heart my little lady that was in obedience to the king's command you are to marry our young prince kuno tomorrow i will not marry prince kuno cried annie then truly dark days are in store for you said old grubel sadly the king's will has never yet been crossed. Well, what will he do to me? asked Annie. That I cannot tell, was the answer. But something terrible, I fear. The old gnome now led her to a little room, beautifully fitted up, which he told her was to be her own. The little girl lay down with her cat in her arms and was soon sound asleep. The next morning she was awakened by a knocking on her door. A messenger had come to take her before the young prince, 
who had returned from his hunting trip Annie called Silvertip and following the messenger they soon came to the crystal room where the prince was waiting to see them He was a very handsome prince not at all like the other gnomes his beautiful long curling hair fell down over his shoulders and upon the jacket of his white velvet court suit when he looked at her earnestly annie recalled the prairie dog which he had saved from the steel trap for there was the same peculiar expression in the eyes of the known prince he held out his wrist for annie to see the scar upon it see said he there are the marks yet of the teeth of that trap from which you set me free last midsummer day do you remember annie i remember that i set a little prairie dog free from a steel trap a year ago and i took him home but he ran away from me said the little girl annie it was i myself whom you saved that day and i have never forgotten your kindness ask what you will of me it shall be granted on my honour as a prince oh then if it please your royal highness do just let me go back home to my own country give me my liberty as i gave you your life pleaded the child the prince looked very sad when he heard this annie think well he said before you leave us down here in our country you will be treated as though you were a queen a thousand no miners will drive their picks into the earth seeking for gold and gems for you you'll have a beautiful life and a long one will you not stay with me he pleaded i have no one with whom to play and i am so lonely sometimes your royal highness replied the little girl i don't want to hurt your feelings and i am sorry you are lonely i know how it feels to be lonely myself but though you do have the most rich and beautiful things down here that i ever saw in all my life i would much rather go back to my own world even with all the trouble there is in it you are all so very different down here from the kind of folks i have lived with all my life i am sure i should be just miserable so please do help me to get away from your father the gnome king he wants me to live down here and marry you and he looks so stern and cross that i am afraid of him only show me the way out of here and i will pray every night that god may send you a soul annie pleaded so earnestly to go home that at last the young prince felt sorry for her and began to think how he could help her to get away from the underworld without letting his father know about it after thinking a little the young prince said there is just one thing for you to do in order to get away from here and quite out of the power of my father the king you must go out of the castle by the secret passage and walk until you come to the big wind current and step into it it makes a dreadful roaring sound and is very cold but it will carry you up into the sunshine all right the wind will land you in a wild spot high up among the hills this spot i think is not far from the enchanted wood now listen carefully while i tell you 
what to do when you get up to this place you find your way to the good witch Zauberlinda, ruler over all Pixylvania. She spends midsummer week always at the Enchanted Wood, and all the birds and animals go up to meet her there at this time, for she lives all the rest of the year in her palace at the end of the rainbow. She and the king are bitter enemies. Their lives and ways are utterly opposite each to the other. While he rules the underworld and all its glittering treasures of gold and gems, Zauberlinda is the queen of the woods, fields and hills, of flowers and trees, birds, bees, and all the animals who roam through the forest. He is jealous of her power, but I, though a known prince, am not her enemy, for mixed with the mist and moonshine that runs in my veins, as it does in those of all the gnomes, there is a drop of red human blood which has come down to me from a remote ancestor on my mother's side This is why I am so different from all the others and why I like you so much If you can find your way to Zauberlinda, she will send you safely home For she is as good as she is wise and she loves all young creatures suddenly while Annie stood in the crystal room talking with the young prince, they heard someone calling out, King Goldemar has lost his signet ring with the magic crystal. Who has stolen the great magic crystal of the gnomes? Then there was a great hurrying of the little gnomes to and fro, looking for the lost signet ring, and a great commotion reigned in King Goldemar's castle. Annie was dreadfully frightened. I'm sure I have not stolen his old magic crystal why I never stole anything in all my life But it would be just like these known people to think that I had stolen it And I want to get away as soon as I can she said for now the king will be in a dreadful rage Come with me then cried the prince and Annie rushed after him out of the crystal room down a long passageway she stopped beside a big flat stone that seemed set into the floor Step upon that stone said the prince it will give way under your weight and slowly sink down Until it lets you into the secret passageway under the castle Then you must walk straight ahead Thank you dear kind prince said Annie. I shall never never forget you She stepped upon the stone and called to him Goodbye. It sank down with her until at last she stood in the secret passageway, Silvertip following her. She had not walked far when she heard the roar of the wind current, and a minute later the little girl was caught up by it and whirled along at a wonderful rate of speed. After she became accustomed to it, it was not so bad a way of travelling after all. Anyhow, she was being whirled farther and farther away each moment from the dreadful Gnome King. End of chapter 11